Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Hi, welcome to the show today. Today's guest is Sam Monpetit-Huin, who is a fitness trainer for menopausal women. She helps women to love the body inside and out through her holistic online coaching that's tailored for your lifestyle. Sam's been featured on CTV News, on the Marilyn Dennis Show, in Today's Parent, on Rogers TV, in Canadian Living, and also in CanFit Pro. You're going to get some fantastic advice on how to change up your fitness and your mindset about getting a fantastic body again. Okay, enjoy the show. Hey, Sam, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Good. Thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us today. I know you're a very busy lady and we've been doing lots of toing and froing, trying to get our dates sorted. Have we not? That is hilarious. And I love talking to other women who totally understand the menopause brain. And I can just giggle because that's what you have to do, right? Like you got to make the best of it. So I'm glad that we finally connected. Yeah, me too. Fantastic. And we've got people in common and all sorts of things. It's such a lovely small world, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. So very cool. So what I would love for you to do is to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about, you know, you, where you are, your situation. And then I've got lots of questions for you because I've been following on Instagram for a while and you make me laugh. I've got to say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. Honestly, I mean, you know, for if any, I mean, you know this and anybody else who might be listening, who's an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. So if you can't have fun doing it, then good luck. Yeah, right? for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um, my story, well, my, I was born in a small village. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm born <laughs> and raised in Toronto. <laughs> so not a small village at all then. <laughs> not a small village at all. Um, born and raised. Yeah. I'm a true Canadian, A eh? And um Yeah. So I became, let's see, I became a personal trainer when I was, oh God, how old am I now? I am. You're in your 50s. I'm 51. Okay. So I became a personal trainer when I was 31. So 20 years ago, 20, 21 years ago. Yeah. And when I first started, I mean, I, I just, I, I really enjoyed fitness. I grew up a uh, biracial daughter in a very Jewish neighborhood, very predominantly white, where there's a, like a handful of black people. And I just didn't feel confident. So I started, I, I don't know why I joined the gym at the end of my block. Mm-hmm. And I just gravitated towards weights. I loved that feeling. Yeah. So then I met my husband, who was like a huge gym guy. And he went to the gym two day, uh, two hours a day, six days a week, like just a huge guy. He's not huge at all anymore. Um, but he really got me into the flavor of lifting heavy. And I really loved that because it gave me a whole lot of confidence. Yeah. And so um, I'm very, I'm a very driven person. So I, I like having goals. So my goals were to get really strong and confident. And so when we got married and had my two, my two daughters, and I decided to become a personal trainer myself. That was one thing that I was not willing to give up mm-hmm. my ability to feel strong in my body. However, it's very interesting because um, I felt like the one thing I had control of was how my body looked and how it moved. And so having children, hmm, that's very humbling because my it body is. didn't look the same. And I was like, what the F is yeah. happening? 
Yeah. Right. So I decided at that time I was going to specialize in pre and postnatal fitness. And I did a lot of research and, and there was this condition that nobody was talking about called diastasis recti when the outermost abdominal muscles separate. So it's like, okay, that's what I have. And I, I, you know, it turns out Mm -hmm. that like everybody has it. And so I decided to specialize this for a while. And then I connected with our mutual friend, Kim Vopney, who's now Mm -hmm. known as the vagina coach on Instagram. And we, we created a a company with somebody else, Julia DePaulo called belly zinc, which was basically to prepare women for pregnancy and birth and recovery. Then my children grew and so did I. And as we know, life transitions and bodies and hormones and all these other things. Um, And like I was saying before we, you hit record, I had a hysterectomy when I was 43 Mm -hmm. and then things changed again. And now that my daughters are almost 17 and 20, it is a whole new world. Yeah. Um, Now menopause. And so with my business, um, I feel very much, and I guess it's also the entrepreneurial part of me. I really feel that my business has shifted on who I help mm. with how, where my life is at, because I want to be able to empathize with my clients. So mm. I can have an under say, yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Not to say that, you know, a man can't train a pregnant woman, mm. But I just, I know as far as women are concerned in particular, we do like to have that connection. We like someone who literally understands where mm. we're coming from. So now, um, now I just work with women who are 40 plus at some point during perimenopause and menopause and post. And I really enjoy this because um, I can help give women hope because yeah. we know, and this is why I love the way you talk too, that, you know, when we hear about menopause, it's always negative. There's nothing positive. There's nothing, nothing to look forward to. It's like, Oh, well, it's an end of an era too bad for you. And see you later. And you've done your job. Right. So I really, yeah, I really like to empower women that this is now, this is the next level. Are you kidding me? I've now started. Yeah. I've started referring you to it as the second half of life. It's like, you know, you've absolutely done everything that you were told, programmed to do the first half of life, and now you've reached the second half of life, you've got no expectation on you. This is like freedom in a package. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. However, you know, I will have some people say, but but then they feel like a lot of these women in this stage are living in a sandwich generation. Right. That's very so true, they might very true. so they'll have teenagers or young adults like I have right now who yeah. so it's not as physically exhausting by any means. No, absolutely. It's more true. mentally. Yes. Right. And the mental is hard, especially after a pandemic. Like yeah, like yeah, adolescents true. and young adults have I I really feel that they've struggled yeah. exponentially. Um and then we have our, our parents that we have to take care of. Yeah. So it isn't a different set of demands for sure. It is. But um, we also need to look at it that, you know, this is not the time to throw in the towel and say, Mm -hmm. okay, now I'm just too exhausted. I can't take care of myself because there is so much freedom. There is so many more opportunities. Why did you work so hard for the first part Mm -hmm. part of your life? Right. So you could live. Exactly. Everybody spent so long idolizing this sort of these years. Yeah. And now it's like, and now we're here. What are you going to do with it? Stop Absolutely. Looking back. Yeah, you stop looking backwards. You're looking over your shoulder. You're looking in the rearview mirror, rather, just going, mm-hmm. oh, but it was so good back then. <laughs> 
Whereas but you was were, it though? I know, because you and I both worked with young mums. Because I mean, my journey mirrors yours. I started off okay. same thing, personal trainer, did stroller fitness classes for mums mm-hmm. getting back into shape. Then, then I went off down the mind coach, you know, the mindset coaching stuff, and you know, and then more into spiritual stuff. So, but the same thing, my journey has absolutely mirrored where where my challenges have risen in life, just as mm. yours have. And with that, we learn so much about ourselves in the process. Mm-hmm. So let's dig in a little bit more about you. I mean, you managed to do really well from building your business, from you know being in the motherhood phase. And mm-hmm. then what? tell us a little bit about your journey as the kids grew up, as you say, you changed, everything else changed. So I don't want to dwell too much on the menopause because you and I talked about this and we're like, oh my God, it gets such a bad rap and there's so much yeah. more to life. But mm-hmm. please tell us a little bit about your journey because, I mean, there are some true physical symptoms and some things that you went through that people will really benefit from knowing about because so many people are still in the dark about absolutely what's happening to their body. So can you tell us about that, Sam? Yeah. Like it's almost like, um, you know, I refer, I almost reference like menopause, which quite honestly, guys, I'm not quite sure where I am in that right now Mm. because I did have a hysterectomy when I was 43. So I don't have my period or my cycle to to measure that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of getting your hormones tested. I've definitely done that. And I'm going to do it again. Um, Cause it really like, I love information. So if you give information, especially when you are going through the second part of your life, um, so you don't feel like you're going out of your mind. Cause that's what we hear a lot, right? Like mm. menopause. I don't recognize myself anymore. What's going on. I used to be like this and everything yeah. is like that. So I almost, every time I think about, it, I think about like the first time I became pregnant, you wake up one day and oh my God, like your stomach pops. Well, <laughs> a lot of people say that about menopause, Yeah, right? Because there's such a significant change in hormones. All of a sudden they look down like, why the hell can I do it? My pants, yeah. what's going on. Right. And so because, um, and I know everybody who is listening right now can agree. There's very little research when it comes to menopause. Oh yeah. Um, there's no answers and everything again, I don't want to say everything, but most information out there is negative, mm-hmm. right? Nobody ever shares the positive. Mm-hmm. Then they feel stuck. And I, they do. Just kind of I do. I do. hands. <laughs> Okay. Okay. (laughs) Good. Awesome. Awesome. And this is why we're here, right? Like you and me. And that's why I said, like, even on my Instagram and and different, like, I like to educate people, but I also like to add humor because there's enough negativity out there. We don't need that. Right. So I know for me, for myself, so it was, I was probably mm, uh, about four, a couple years ago, I would like wake up in the middle of the night, the odd time and I'd be really hot. Mm. right so I was having some night sweats Mm. and then and then of course a couple of hours later you wake up and you're freezing and you put the covers back on right Mm -hmm. so um I've I have actually gone through um I guess you could sort of say surgical menopause when I was 25 when I had my fibroids removed so I've had all kinds of gynecological issues like you know, from long time ago. And this is actually why I ended up having a hysterectomy when I was 43. But I've been there, I've been there and I know what the signs are. So I said, okay, well, you know what? Um, And it was obviously affecting my sleep. And that's when I decided to get my hormones tested. And like I said, when I got that information, it was very empowering because it took, it, it took the voices out of my head thinking, oh crap, 
this is the end. This is the beginning of the end. Yeah, really. Which is what a lot of people feel like once they're yeah. they hit midlife, right? Yeah. And so I'm a big proponent in if you're not feeling well, if something is off, and especially when you find it, it's extreme from what it was before, mm-hmm. right? So I'll hear people saying, you know, I always exercise regularly, and then all of a sudden, yeah. I gained 10, 10 to twenty pounds, and I don't know what's going on. And one thing um, that uh, a, a lot of the, the stuff that I've been learning about is, you know, menopause is a normal part of life. Yeah. We all know we're going to go through it, right? Yeah. It affects half most the population. Women, yeah. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> half, half of the world are going to go through menopause. Yeah. But the thing is, is that most women don't change their lifestyle in order to accommodate that. So then Very they blame true. menopause for their symptoms when it's really, you know what? You need to own it. Yeah, and go, okay, wait a second, things are changing. So then maybe I should start adapting what I'm doing. Yes, right. Love that. Yeah. So that's what I just did is I, I, I went to get the information, figure out what it was working with. And then okay, how do I work with this? So I work with menopause. Yes, not against it. Or in denial. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because I think you and I both know too, like, most women who are going through perimenopause have no idea that they're going through it. I certainly didn't. Yeah, they have no idea. And, no, no and idea. Now looking back, I didn't know either. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They don't know. And um, because I had a hysterectomy, now I kept my ovaries in. Mm-hmm. I kept everything in that I didn't did not have to be removed. I you still do go through surgical menopause. It's just slower, but mm-hmm. the process still happens. And a lot of people think, well, if I just, you know, if I still have my ovaries, I'm not like, that's not the way it works because mm-hmm. everything works as a unit, right? Yeah. So getting the information and being an advocate for your health. Oh my goodness. Yes. Please. Do you it know It doesn't what? have to suck. Oh my God. This is so funny. I've just started reading or started listening on audiobook to Tony Robbins' new book, Life Force. Oh, okay. Which... I would recommend everybody reads or listens to. Okay. And I know if you can get past Tony Robbins being Tony Robbins being a little, you know, quite high energy in your face. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. However, yeah. the guy does incredible research and he has mm. incredible resources to do it. One mm-hmm. of the statistics that has really stuck in my mind just from the beginning of this book is um, when you get a diagnosis, you should go and get a second opinion. And apparently mm-hmm. only 12% of second opinions ever agree with the first is that not wow unbelievable so again you know what though I go wow but then when you think about it for a second then you give yourself like maybe 10 seconds it's actually not that unbelievable no absolutely but most people don't put in the effort to get a second opinion they freak out they panic they go oh my god and then they just accept the status quo yeah Now, what I think is so fascinating about the time that we're in right now, and also it's something actually that my one of my spiritual, my main spiritual coach, um, a lady called Cece Williams, and she Mm -hmm. often talks about because I actually started working with her when I had my children as babies. So I've known her all this time. And one of the things that she often reminds all of her students of is how many times children get a diagnosis and their mum says, that's not it. That's not what's going on. And their mum, when it's tested long time like afterwards or whatever, the mum is right. Mm-hmm. Because she knows. Yes. And it's the same thing with our bodies. We know 
Yes. And yes. Trusting ourselves. And I think, I really think that empowerment is one of the key parts of stepping into this post-menopausal journey or menopausal journey. At last, we are being given signs for us to trust our own knowing of saying, I know something's not right. Yeah. And guess what? The information I'm being given also does not feel right. Doesn't doesn't sound right. Yeah, because there's got to the be something else. The research isn't there. So what journey can I now go on to do my own self-discovery of what I need to feel like me again? Absolutely. Absolutely. And a new version of you. And it's so cool, but it's a little bit scary. It is scary because, and also people do worry about what are the answers that they're going to get, right? And so yeah. it's, it's interesting how you said that about our children, because we will fight to the end of the earth for our children. Oh, yeah. But then when it comes to us, and I guess, again, because we're now we're midlife and we're just tired, like we're tired with everything. Our kids are finally grown and maybe they're gone to university and, you know, we're getting everything set. So it's like, it's like, oh, if, now I have to do something else. But it's like, well, yeah, because how do you want the second stage of your life? How, what is the quality of that life? Cause yeah. again, you've worked so hard, right? So why did we lose that, that ability to fight for ourselves? Like, mm. you know, I, I say this to people all the time, treat yourself the way you would someone in you love. Exactly. And it makes them like, kind of stop and go, Oh, and it's like, uh, yeah. So I was on the call with somebody who reached out to me on Instagram the other day. And she told me how she got her hormones tested because I always ask for people, ask people if they, you know, if that's something that they do and if it's, Mm. you know, just to kind of pick their brain. And she said, yeah. And she goes, and my doctor said, um, yeah, my estrogen was low. She's 58. So of course her estrogen is very low. Yeah. Like, you know, typically for that age range, he goes, but don't worry about it because hormones fluctuate. And I said, by any chance, is he a man? Because first she just said my doctor. Yeah. And she goes, of course. And I was like, of course he was. Yeah. If it was testosterone, it'd be a totally different discussion. Oh my God, we got it. We got to fix your testosterone. Yeah. It's too low. <laughs> but don't worry about it. And and so she she left, of course, feeling so kind of like um unimportant. He just yeah. kind of fluffed it off. Oh, your estrogen's low, but don't worry about it. I was like, don't worry about it. Estrogen is like the gold standard of hormones, yeah. right? Like you, you want to get, and of course it's going to be lower than before, mm. but just to fluff you off. And she feels horrible. Mm, she I feels bet. horrible. Um, so yes, being an advocate for your health and, and, and knowing like if you walk out of the doctor's office and you're not happy and you feel worse than when you walk, walk in, listen to that intuition and do more research, get that second opinion. Mm, absolutely. And actually mm. I have to say something that's, I've feel very privileged to have been part of Start researching all of the midlife entrepreneurs, because I promise you, this has been such an awakening for me as I've been looking Mm -hmm. for guests for the podcast and doing my own research. The network of middle-aged women and so inspiring, so empowered, so educated. Yeah. It's absolutely inspiring. I really feel like I am part of a movement now, part of a Mm -hmm. wave of yes. us waking up and oh yes. it is glorious yes let this let's let our generation be the generation that you can totally rock midlife 100 yes. percent. you are not a dried up old prune i don't care what anybody <laughs> says and we have Absolutely. cream for that even if you are <laughs> 
Now, there's an app I'm, for that. Yeah, exactly. One thing I'm really interested in, now, you talked about the weightlifting and you said that you really enjoy lifting heavy. And I know I've seen yes. on some of your Instagram posts that you still really enjoy weightlifting. I still really enjoy it, but I backed way off it because everything mm. hurt. So mm. I'm kind of just doing, you know, yoga, riding, um, walking, but I miss weights. And after looking mm. at your Instagram stuff, I'm like, maybe it's time actually, maybe I've been through whatever I need to be through. Maybe I need to start lifting the weights again because I love doing weights. So can mm. you talk more about that and, you know, kind of the, the science behind it? Oh God, I could talk about everything about weightlifting. I love time. weightlifting. I mean, yes, time, I- good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I've always said, I mean, even before menopause, I've always said, like, if you had a choice and you only had 30 minutes in a day and you had a choice between cardio and weightlifting, pick weightlifting every time. Mm-hmm. There's just so many reasons behind us. The more muscle mass you have, the more calories you burn at rest. In other words, you raising your resting metabolic rate. So your metabolism, for those of you who are thinking about it, like I have a slow metabolism. Well, if you're not doing any weightlifting, that is part of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Your food also affects that very much as well. But um, the thing is, is about menopause. Well, okay, let me take a step back. Mm -hmm. Once you hit 30, you start losing muscle at a very slow rate. Okay, like a certain percentage every year. Once you hit 40, when when you said 40, that percentage increases. Once you hit menopause, you actually lose muscle faster than you can create it. However, I know. So people go, oh, my God. So then what's the point? Well, the point is you're still (laughs) going to create some, it's just not going to be at the level as you were before. And because, um, there are so many other hormone, like because of the hormone changes, it affects so many other things like heart health, bone health, and all those other things you lift weights. And if you, so you don't have to, um, especially if we're talking about say women and because I know one of the most common complaints that women come to me about menopause is I've gained weight. Mm right? So what do they do? They go back to what they did before. Because mm. like I said earlier, they don't change what they're doing to accommodate <laughs> for what's happening during menopause. Yeah, true. So I'm going to do more cardio. Yeah. Bad strategy, right? Because doing long studies, cardio is actually even shown and I'm not even talking about menopause to actually cause you to gain weight. Okay. And because it's also very stressful on the body and because so is that the cortisol. The, Yeah, it's the cortisol for sure. And because we can't manage cortisol and insulin nearly as effective during a menopause as we did before, it's like it's a double whammy. So what you want to do, yeah. So what you want to do is I I recommend, like I do, I I follow a pretty standard format, but then I adjust accordingly per individual because no two people are the same. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like what you did, if if, if something's hurting you, listen to your body. Mm. If it hurts, your body is telling you, you know, maybe it's just time that you scale back for now. Mm. Okay. I'm not telling you to stop exercising. You're doing yoga and yoga is a very good way of doing um, strength in a sort of a different way. It's resistance training, especially if you're holding poses Mm. for a long time, right? You still need, uh, you need muscle endurance and stamina to Mm. do that. But for building muscle, doing heavy lifting, I would say twice a week is ideal full body. And then you want to do some other sort of exercises to help with them to help facilitate fat loss. If that is a goal for you, because that's not a goal for everybody and to also get your heart rate up. So I would recommend one to two times a week of hit. Okay. But if you're doing hit, if you're doing hit, don't do more than two sessions a week and you want them to only be 20 to 30 minutes, maximum, maximum. 
Okay, so the heat is a high intensity, yes? The interval training, yeah. Fine. Okay, yeah. And 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 if you're doing high intensity interval training, like honestly, guys, any you can turn any workout into a hit. Yeah. You just want to make sure that at the end you're done. Like your muscles yeah. are fatigued. You're like, whoa, I am you're sweaty, you're exhausted, you're and I know for some people that like, that doesn't sound very glamorous, and I get it. I understand, but the, the combination of the two has really shown the best for heart health, um, um, gaining muscle and also for fat loss as well. Now, if you, the thing is though, um, with heat, it's easiest to fit in the day as well. Cause it's so, quick. it is, it is, but you can still do like when I do lifting, I usually don't lift longer than 30 to 40 minutes. Fair enough. Okay. When I do heavy lifting. Yeah. Cause again, it, like once you start going too long, it is still st- like, even though exercise is a positive form of stress on your body, mm. please, everybody is hearing re- me right now. It is still stressful on the body. Fair so enough, yeah. if you are leading a very stressful lifestyle, which especially during perimenopause in your forties, that's usually for most people is usually the most stressful time. They've got mm. young children, maybe they're working, they like, or they're an entrepreneur. Like they're just trying to, ma- they're trying to juggle all the balls in the air. Yeah. Then you say to yourself, Oh, I'm just going to do more cardio. I'm going to go harder. I'm going to yeah. work out six days a week. Are you kidding me? You're <laughs> going to deplete. You're really like, you're really pushing your adrenals past where they can go. You're not giving yourself any time to rest and recover. And that's when all the magic happens. Actually, it's not the lifting itself. Huh. It's the rest and recovery, allowing your tissues to do what it's supposed to do and heal. And then of mm. course, sleep. I'm a big fan of sleeping. Who is it? I'm sleeping is my best friend, but the lifting, honestly, guys, that is what you need to lift as you get older. So if you do slip and fall, mm. you don't break a hip. Yeah, absolutely. Because right? we are at a higher chances of, of fractures. We see it all the time. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. We don't live in a light and fluffy world. Things are not light. Things are right. heavier than five pounds. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that you say that because just you saying, you know, things are heavier than five pounds. You know what? The Obviously, I don't work with the physical weight people carry around with them. I work more with the emotional weight people carry around mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And exactly what you've said about doing the physical workout and getting the rest and the recovery and all the rest of it is absolutely parallel to when I work with people on the spiritual. It's unbelievable. And the amount of weight people carry around you've got to be strong for that. You've got to be healthy for that. And yeah, absolutely. From the spiritual perspective, you can free yourself of that, which may be a stressful thought of having to go over your old, you know, hurts and emotions, but actually menopause is the time to do it. Mm -hmm. Menopause is giving you the reset. Yeah. And so what you big opportunity. Yeah, it's a massive opportunity. So you Mm -hmm. saying you've you know you've really got to strengthen your physical. You've got to do that. And at the same time, it will then benefit your emotional and your mental and your spiritual too. Absolutely. To reassess the whole situation. It's a gift. For sure. And the two definitely play off, play off of each other. One million percent. Because if you don't mentally Like I say to people, um, and I've definitely shifted this a lot in the last few years. I mean, even though, again, the majority of people, I'm not going to deny that, you know, the majority of women who do come to me want to lose weight. Right. I really try very much. Like, of course, I'm going to validate everybody's desires because it's your body. You can Mm. do what you want with your body. Right. Mm. As long as it's like 
in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, but I really, it's, I, I really try to quickly reframe that and say, okay, well, why is it that you want to lose weight? Well, I mm. want to feel more confident. I want to be stronger. I want to like, they list all the things. And I say, okay, well, what if we could do that? And you only lost half the weight, mm. right? Like just kind of think about it that way because so many people divide, sorry, um, define their success and their value based on how they look and their weight. I mean, of course, like women, we've been, since we come out of the womb, we're sexualized and we're, you know, everything is about our looks, but um, absolutely. If they don't have the mindset and the, the ability for them to appreciate and love where they are right now Mm -hmm. and do it because they understand that they deserve it. They deserve to be healthy. They Mm. deserve to be strong it's really, it's, it's an uphill battle mm. every time, mm. right? For sure. And like you said, like when you work with women, when you're working with women on a spiritual level and they start releasing all this stuff, it's amazing how miraculously, and I'm kind of being sarcastic, but it's true that your body releases the weight that is not needed. I know because the weight is just all of a sudden, Absolutely. It is yeah. for sure. The weight is there for a reason. It's not just because you don't care about yourself and you can't control yourself. That's what people will say. I have no discipline. Really? Well, you seem to have the discipline to be a parent, to be disciplined, to run your own business. You have the discipline, you know, but for some reason you have been told or or you believe that you are not worthy of that same amount of discipline and love. Mm. Right. It's such a good point, Sam. Such a good point. Yeah. 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 Oh, blimey. I (laughs) It's, I mean, it's just giving me goosebumps because it's so true mm. of of so many women, and we get to yeah. this stage, and all of a sudden, we there's this feeling almost of loss, disorientation. Um, it's just people don't know who they are anymore. But it's at so many different levels. You don't know what the next step in life is. You don't know, you know as you say, everything up till now has been defined, you know, of how busy you are, how lovely you look, um, what your kids are up to. There are so many other markers and measures. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, especially as the kids are, you know, flying the nest and your body is changing. And all of a sudden, there's nothing to judge ourselves on. So we judge ourselves more harshly than we ever have done before. Oh, it's ridiculous. for sure. <laughs> I know. I know. And it, I, I know. Um, oh, and I, I could just imagine now when people are listening to this podcast, they're going to be like yelling, going, yes. Right. And, and see, cause so we see you ladies, like we know what yeah. you're thinking because, you know, not to say that these thoughts didn't kind of creep into my head too, but I am so aware now and I catch them and I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm not even going to go down. It's so easy to go down that rabbit hole again, because everybody around us is judging. The whole world is a big, huge judgment zone. But, you know, I I think on top of that as well, they don't know they're pissed off and they're frustrated because they feel that they should know because up until now they've known everything. I I mean, or not known any, everything, but they've, they've gotten by, they've raised their children. They do their job. They're a a, a partner or whatever. They clean their home. They're a housekeeper. Like they, they, they know these jobs. And when it comes to them, they're like, well, wait a second. I should know this. I should know better. I know you're right. Right. I should know, like, it's not rocket science, Sam. I should know how to lose the weight. I should know. I just don't know what I'm doing, but I hear that every single day, or I do know, but I'm not doing it, which basically is another way of saying you don't know. 
but you're not a well, you're not willing to admit it and then actually get help because you're feeling like, well, I'm 50 years old. Why mm. in the world would I ask for help? I'm a grown ass woman. You're so right. And it's the same thing, managing emotion, managing emotion. I- like, but I keep crying. And mm. do you not think that's a sign? You know, yeah. it's not because you're falling apart. And if you are falling apart, it's because you're ready to build a new structure. You're yes. ready to build yourself back up again. But the same yeah. thing, it's like, I should know. I love that yeah. you said that because it's so yeah. true. And who says you should know? I mean, yeah. I know that I should probably know how to do my own bookkeeping, but I don't. I don't want to know. I'm not interested. I should <laughs> know how to do my own accounting. Forget it. That's why I have an accountant. Like there's things like, I mean, okay, I do know how to clean my house, but I don't want to. Yeah. That's why I have a clean, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we need to get rid of this idea that we have to know everything about everything. Oh, I know. And, right? and have to do everything. I mean, I just, yeah. that was one of the things that's on my website. My front page of my website is like, you were sold this deal that you are so um, lucky because you can now do everything. And oh. for some reason we believed into, and we can only be successful if we do do everything, which, um, hello, that's the way to be unsuccessful is when you try to do. Do everything, everything and not accept help. Yeah, because we can only right? hold that together for so long. And then for we sure. come to menopause and mother nature's going, uh, actually, you get to drop everything. Everything. You yep. need to stop and take a review of what on earth is going on and how much stuff you've buried, how much stuff you've ignored, how you've ignored your health, how far you've pushed yourself. This is a wake-up call. Absolutely, 100%. And now you've, you've, you've earned it. Yes. You've gone through all of this. So when people say, well, you know, I don't really think like it's selfish. I can't like, you know, when I like when I, I work with clients, I can't invest in myself. You know, I can't really justify it, which I mean, they don't say that to me, but I know that's what they're saying, yeah. but they can totally justify putting themselves in debt and going on a trip, um, buying themselves a purse, um, whatever it is, you know, spending things on their family. They can yeah. justify that again, because they don't see they don't see their own value in themselves. It's so true. Right. And you have put in years, girl, you put in 40, 50 years. <laughs> so you have earned whatever you want to do to now start taking care of you and get yeah. over this idea that you should know. Because if yeah. you knew, then Lindsay and I would not have jobs. Exactly. <laughs> We'd be yes. out of work. <laughs> yeah. So this brings me to the word that. No woman wants to admit, but it is the Uh, answer to everything. And it is surrender. Yes. Oh, Oh, I know. See, we both sigh. I know. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you get it when you work with with ladies and you just and and they start to get results. And you're like, yeah, "Uh, yeah, I kind of knew that was going to happen because you're doing what your body needs you to do. And the yeah. same thing for me when people release stuff spiritually. It's like, yeah, it's because you've been hanging on to this all the time. For so long. I love what you've said. It's the, it's the I should know. And why? No. Just give yourself the grace to not know, to I accept know. help. Oh. Yes. There's reasons why there are experts and specialists out there. There's yeah. reasons why. You and go to the doctor. Yeah, and you go to a dentist. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For sure. And you know, when people say, 
I mean, I'll have the odd person admit this and they'll be like, oh, but it's so hard. Like I've been doing this for so long. And I was like, well, you know what? Even if you spend the rest of your life working on your health, do you think that's a waste? <laughs> like, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like yeah. people get this idea. Well, if I sign up for like in my, in my particular um, industry, if I sign up for a 30 day challenge, then that'll fix everything. That'll fix like 30 years of me not taking care of myself. Uh, no. That's not the, it's not like a day a year. God, yeah. that would be super easy again. And then, you know, the diet industry wouldn't be a multi-billion dollar industry that is hoping and banking, literally making off money off the fact that you're going to fail every yes. time. And then just come, keep coming back because yes. you don't want to do the work, right? Yeah. People. And that's, that's the reality is that they use all these other coping mechanisms to not deal with the fact that, you know what, you're here now, you have earned it. It is time for you. Yeah. And you know, if, if you're going to spend all this time supporting everybody else, which is what you've already done, yes. it's now time to, and I say this a lot to people, when you say no to other people, it frees up that time to say yes to yourself. Oh, love that. Absolutely love that. Right? So I wrote a report of, and it's called How to Say No Powerfully with No Guilt or Guilt-Free. So I think oh. I'm actually going to go back and amend and put that in and say, when you say yeah. no to others, it's so you can say yes to yourself. Absolutely. Oh, I love that, Sam. I so love oh, that. Oh, yay. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I love little quotes like that because it's really like in your face. Oh, yeah. Right. When they say, I don't have time. It's like, huh? But you yeah. have time to literally listen to me talk on Instagram for 15 minutes. Yeah. Don't tell me you don't have time. You just haven't come to the fact that number one, you are worth it. And number two, to actually ask for help. Like you said, surrender mm. and ask for the, the help is there. Mm. You don't have to be a statistic. Yeah. Menopause can be like a great journey. Mm. Not saying it's going to be easy. You will definitely have to put in the work. Right. But again, not working against menopause, working with it and accepting that this is the second stage of your life and you can have whatever it is you want. Mm. But now the, the, all this effort that you've been putting on other people for the first half, now you're going to put the effort into you. Like how freaking empowering is that? Yeah, seriously. Right? Yeah, so true. Right. Okay. Well, what with the Tony Robbins book that I'm currently listening to and our conversation that we've just had, I am actually just going to set the world on fire. Okay. <laughs> nothing that's going to stop me right now. <laughs> right on. You go. So I've got to say, so other people can feel like this and can enjoy all of your social media that I have been watching and <laughs> chuckling away at. Um, where can people find you, Sam? You can find me on, on Instagram at Sam Core Trainer. Um, my website is also samcoretrainer.com. Uh, Facebook, everything is Sam Core Trainer. Okay, very cool. Yes. I love that. Yes. Oh, so thank you. Just, just to finish, I... Yeah, I didn't ask so many of my normal questions just because this is so cool and so powerful and so helpful. So thank you. Love that. You're um, welcome. You're welcome. And so many just brilliant quotes in there as well. I, yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time. So glad that we finally connected. And I look forward to supporting each other in the future too. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. And I love giggling with you and we'll continue <laughs> to giggle. This is great. <laughs> Quick ad break before we finish the show. Have you seen the hype about the Spring Revolution? It's a six weeks intensive masterclass when I am going to help you to jump forward 
leap into your new goal or following your dream. And over the next six weeks, starting March 23rd, we're going to work together. I'm going to pull you forward. I'm going to push you forward. I'm going to walk by your side and hold you accountable for taking the steps that you need to take. And if you've been blocked doing this before, I'm going to help you get over that too. It's in the Facebook group. Please come over and check out the links or just message me and I will send you over the information. So it's six weeks starting on March 23rd and it is going to get you to be exactly where you want to be in time for the summer. What did you think of the show today? If you've enjoyed it, please leave a review on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. Also, you can come and join us at the Facebook group for The Magical Midlife. And on Instagram, if you're on Instagram, I'm under Lindsay DeSwart, where you will find the podcast being released there every Wednesday. I really look forward to seeing you there and hearing your comments and any questions. And please come over to the Instagram account or to the Facebook group where you will find downloads and free gifts to help you lead your most magical midlife. See you there.